Hey friend, welcome back to the show. In lesson eight of the Successful Reconciliations Masterclass, I am teaching you about a common mistake that can prevent reconciliation with your estranged daughter or son. Your feelings matter, but bringing them into the conversation with your estranged child can cause a shutdown of the reconciliation. Learn why this happens and what to do instead. Bring your notebook and a pen because there's homework for you too. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime and we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Well, hello, my tea time friend. Welcome. Come in and get situated. I hope you brought a hot cup of tea or your favorite coffee. Do you have your notebook and something to write with? If not, pause me and grab that and come right back. Of course, if you're driving or have your hands in house chores, you can listen now and come back to it later and take notes or do your homework assignment then. I want to give you a heads up about something that I did in our Facebook community. So many times someone in the community poses a question and I think, oh, I did a podcast about that exact subject. And then I try to sort through the episodes to find it to give somebody the help. You might have done the very same thing with trying to sort through the many episodes to find one specific teaching on a particular subject. I wanted to make it easy to find exactly what you need without having to do a lot of legwork to get there. So I created some curated playlists based around specific topics within estrangement. You can find these in our free Facebook group under the guides section at the top of the group page. I've sorted the topics into things like spiritual warfare and dealing with a difficult daughter-in-law. If you're not in the Facebook community yet, You can join us and access those curated lists of the episodes by going to estrangedmoms.community. I hope to see you there. Okay, so let's talk about the reconciliation blocking mistake of bringing your feelings into the conversation with your estranged child. Many times, the moms that I work with will initially ask me things like, When do I get to talk to them about how I feel? And it's a valid question. And the answer is not for at least six months to a year. And even then, 
you'll keep the discussions about your feelings within a certain context. I'll explain what I mean in this episode. It is a natural thing to want to talk to your child about how the estrangement hurt you and the feelings of anger, sadness, or abandonment that you've experienced. But there is a thought error happening in the background there. Your brain is looking at your son or daughter on a peer-to-peer level. And that is causing you to want to discuss how you feel with them because you think both parties are on equal footing and should mutually and equally share their feelings and be responsible for how the other feels within the relationship. That could be very true if this was a peer-to-peer relationship, but it's not. Regardless of what your child says to you, or what age they are, etc., 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 you are mom. And to be happy and healthy in this relationship, you must embrace the concept of being the strongest energy in the room. You bring the calm to the chaos. You have feelings, but you get your emotional needs met regarding the estrangement outside of the container of the relationship with your child, especially in the first year of reconciliation. In that first year of reconciliation, the estrangement is a lot like having a broken leg. You want to put zero weight on it as the injury heals. Adding any pressure whatsoever can cause the injury not to heal or even to get worse. You allow it to rest and heal, and you gradually put a little weight on it. You see how that goes. And in a couple of months, you put a little more weight on it, and so forth. Recently, a client said to me, So it sounds like this is not going to be an immediate process, right? We were talking about navigating the relationship with their estranged child with whom we had a family meeting scheduled. And I responded, that is correct. This is rarely like a sudden homecoming where both parties are running through the field of flowers and coming together in a loving embrace. It's usually messy with all sorts of mixed emotions. And while there are beautiful moments involved, it's more gradual. One day you look back and realize, hey, we're in a much better place than we used to be. And I feel better, a lot better. So we don't have to be in a rush to express your feelings or resolve everything all at once. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And it's important to step into that role of being the medicine matriarch. Coming from that high level of sufficiency and radical love, knowing how to have your own emotional back so that you don't need your child to make you feel better about this. I teach my clients to do exactly that. And we get solid on it before we move into how to communicate with their child and how to approach the reconciliation process. We get your identity and confidence solid first because it's all rooted in that. Without it, the reconciliation falls down. If this is something that you would like my guidance around, let's get you scheduled for a free consultation call. Go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule and send me some information so that I can get a feel for your situation. There is a wait list at the time that I'm creating this episode. So the sooner you apply for your consultation, the better. 
The link to apply will also be in the notes for this episode. Okay, so now we know the reason that you have the urge to bring your feelings into the conversation with your child. Let's look at what your child experiences when you do it. To your child, it feels like they come to you with a busted knee and you started telling them how anxious it makes you when they ride their bike outside. They wanted you to see their pain, clean the wound, and hug them. Instead, you made them feel guilty for being hurt. They felt invisible to you, and like everything was all about how you feel. They learned that if they're in pain, you're not the person to trust with it. They feel like they were made into the parent, being responsible to make you feel better when that's actually what they hoped for from you. That is what they experience when you bring your feelings into the conversation instead of being the medicine matriarch who brings the bomb of understanding, forgiveness, and love. I know that most of us were raised to see the feelings of others and to have empathy for them too. And that is biblical and right. But in the case of estrangement, You're dealing with an adult child who is hurt, angry, and wounded. They might not be in a place to see past their own pain at the moment. It is also biblical to love with patience and kindness. This is an opportunity for you to do that. And in time, when you model that deep level of radical love, they will heal and be more able to empathize with others, including you. But you never need for them to fix you, because you are the parent, and you have your own emotional back. And if you don't know how to do that yet, it's okay. It's a process, and you can learn it. I can teach you, or if you have a different coach that you want to work with, ask them if they can help you with this. So what do you need to do instead of discussing your feelings about the estrangement with your child? You take it to Jesus in prayer first and foremost. He knows your heart and he wants you to be comfortable expressing your feelings to him and asking for what you need. Talk to him about your feelings. Next, you get the right support. Normalize investing in having an estrangement coach who can support you, guide you, and hold belief that is so strong that you cannot help but feel better. Make sure that whoever you work with comes from a Christian and God-led perspective. That is so important. I cannot emphasize that enough. And you give yourself grace and time. This is a process, and you won't always do it perfectly. You're learning, and we are all works in progress. Are you ready for your assignment? Okay, here we go. Your work from this lesson is to journal the answers to the following three prompts. The feeling I am most experiencing about the estrangement is, so that's prompt one, within that feeling is a fear. This is what the fear is saying to me. That's prompt two. To feel better, I want that fear to know this. That's prompt three. On the last prompt, speak to the fear from the part of you that is most healed and wise. This is your medicine matriarch. Just like with your inner child, your medicine matriarch lives within you, as a part of you. And if you can't hear her answer at first, 
Pray and ask Jesus to help you hear. Ask him to speak into you and give you the words to soothe the fear. Practice answering those three prompts once a day, every day for the next week. God has you in his hands. He's got you and you've got this. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.